Our first guest tonight is a man's man's man with the facial hair to prove it. He's also a terrific actor who brought a nation of cable subscribers to tears on Sunday night on a very special episode of The Last of Us. I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten in two days. Doesn't sound very long out loud, does it? It feels long. I'm letting you go, so go. All right. Look. First, my name's Frank. Oh, yeah? Here's the thing, Frank. If I feed you, then every bum you talk to about it is going to show up here looking for a free lunch. And this is not an Arby's. Well, Arby's didn't have free lunch. It was a restaurant. <laughs> New episodes of The Last of Us, Sunday nights on HBO. And you can see him on tour starting in March in Nick Offerman live tour. Please welcome Nick Offerman. <laughs> here. By Thank the way, you. congratulations on this. Uh, and I'm going to be very careful because I do not want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet because it just came out on Sunday. But this episode that you were in is uh, was moving, surprising, uh, all the good things that end with ing. Did you have an idea that when you were shooting it, that it, people would react in this way? Uh, thank you for the compliments. And um Kind of. I mean, when I got the script, Craig Mazin wrote the script, who who did Chernobyl, among mm -hmm. other things. And that guy seems to know what he's doing. Yes. And he sent me the script, and I, I didn't have time on the calendar to say yes to this job. And my incredible uh, goddess of a wife read it, and she said, you're going to Calgary, buddy. Uh you got to do have this. Have fun. You have to do so this. So Megan Mullally, your wife, is the responsible for she, you being in this episode. She's the curator, yeah. She she chose every garment that I'm wearing tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know how that works. I, uh, yeah. I've, you um, got a good gig. Yeah. So anyway, this um, people do this weird thing where they like to tape them. They use their phones to record themselves reacting so they can share their reactions to whatever's on television. And these are, this is a nice little cross-section of okay. some of the reactions. And I'm watching people talk about it. And I'm like, what the f It was so good. The show was supposed to be about zombies. The f You just watched The Last of Us episode three. Oh my God. <laughs> what the f They signed up for a fun show about zombies. <laughs> the real through line there. That's, that's like the opposite of Midwestern, to, where you, you repress your emotions and uh -huh. don't show them to anyone. These people must be on the coasts. Yeah, maybe so. Broadcast. You might be right. You, um, did you, and this is, I mean, crazy. Are people mentioning this to you as you I see mean, them? It, it's a tsunami of wonderful, generous plaudits. And I mean, we, we, the episode began airing on Sunday. We had 6.4 million viewers. And HBO, it's not TV, it's... Uh, <laughs> right, that's what they... They are so not around that they send me on the Jimmy Kimmel show on Wednesday to cull the stragglers. They're like... <laughs> Smart. The 17 of you that haven't seen it yet, uh -huh. you're in for a treat. Well, this is kind of interesting. 
You got a compliment on, from Jeff Bezos, said episode three of The Last of Us is unbelievably good storytelling. I'm in awe of Nick Offerman performance. Incredible. He doesn't even own HBO yet. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. I, I got in touch with Jeff and said thank you, and uh, he bumped me up to something called Super Prime. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, How does that work? They they deliver my package and give me twenty dollars. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Last of Us is a, was started as a video game. Have you ever played that video game? No, I. Uh... Uh, 25 years ago, I played my last video game, and I'm very indulgent. I have the same way. I lost a couple of weeks to a video game called Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. And and two, two weeks went by, and it, I mean, you know, you're, I, I was like, oh my God, the slow dopamine drip is so delicious. Then it's over, and you're like, yes, I won. And immediately, I'm like, what have I done with my life? Yeah, right. <laughs> And so I decided uh, I'm never going to do that again. And so thankfully, because games have gotten so good, like The Last of Us, that I think I'd be in a basement and I wouldn't even be going to audition for shows like this. Speaking of being in a basement, this character you play is like a survivalist, a person who's been prepping for the end of the world. And unlike most survivalists, the end of the world essentially came for him. And how do you think Nick Offerman would do um, in a post-apocalyptic scenario? I mean, I would do okay. I you know, Bill, I think, would do the best. Ron Swanson would do the second best. Uh-huh. Uh, Bill's your character. But I mean... Yeah. Ron Swanson would be good. Ron and I both live in the world, you know, and we have relationships, and that makes you soft. Uh-huh. And okay. So, whereas, whereas Bill doesn't have relationships, so he's a physicist, he's an engineer, he's an inventor. You know, Ron and I are making love with our wives, and, like, uh -huh. you know, right. we're smoking meat. Items on our on our smokers, so I would I would do okay. I, yeah. I think I'd be because I feel like you know if I had to limit my phone calls to only people who are guests on the show, I you'd be like in the top three I'd call you and Ryan Seacrest. I appreciate yeah. it. Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, I could build a boat, and and Seacrest could holler out uh, where to go from the crow's nest. <laughs> Your co-star in this episode is Murray Bartlett, who we know from, he played the hotel manager in the first season of White Lotus. Incredible. And really, like, every, it was the... Won 18 trophies, and rightly so. Yeah, it was fantastic. Did you know him beforehand? No. When I got sent this script uh, and the offer to do this part, we, it was, we shot this a year and a half ago. So the timing was such that we had just finished watching The White Lotus season one. And so... It, I, I said that it felt like uh, I'd just seen the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they said, all right, we want you to do this show, and your co-star is going to be the guy with the hat and the whip. <laughs> Whereas it's the most charismatic performance of the year, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it was. And so sure. it, it, was, it was undeniable. I, I was so grateful to get to work with him. Well, it, it's, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's uh, The Last of Us. It's uh, Sunday's episode, and it's a, what they call a standalone episode. So even if you don't want to watch the... Uh, a bottle episode, they also call it. Yeah. Because yeah. when it's over, you're going to need a, a bottle of something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with Nick Offerman. We'll be right back with Nick Offerman. Uh, he is, Nick is going on tour of the United States. Will it be limited to the United States? It is this time, yeah. I'm, I'm working up. I'm sort of getting my, my dander up to get back to, to England uh, and the East Coast. Right. Which is a daunting place to tour. 
because people are open with their emotions. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> How many tours have you uh, I've mounted? Done, I've done three tours. Mm -hmm. They're really fun. I never thought that I would do that. I'm a theater-trained actor. Uh, but when Parks and Rec started, people mistakenly would ask me to come do my stand-up at their colleges. And at first, I, I was like, uh, I don't do that. I perform works of literature in Chicago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, but then I was like, I, I can go talk to 2,000 kids and it pays well? Yes, tell Ohio State I will come do my stand-up. <laughs> so I started writing songs mm -hmm. uh, and you know, I, I speak slowly and people seem to laugh at it. <laughs> That's a great uh, slug line, I speak slowly and people seem to laugh at yeah, it. If it ain't broke. You did, you played a song on the piano, a uh, song that Linda Ronstadt made famous, that suddenly, on, after that episode, became uh, like a big hit on Spotify. It surged in that way that Kate Bush's song did after Stranger Things. It's wonderful. That's crazy. I, uh, it's funny, I came in, I, you know, I'm classically trained, so I've got a pretty vast toolbox. <laughs> so I, I started out more on the buble end of my range. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, uh, and the administration was like, you know what, let's bring it down a few notches. And so I, I ended up, was like, all right, let me try and see if I can make it mediocre. Uh -huh. And they were like, that's the one. We got it, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have to play it that's real, be right? In the movie, yeah. Will you sing that song on your tour now? Uh, I mean, I don't know that, uh, it depends. Maybe I'll get a show of hands of like, do you guys wanna hear a romantic song that yeah. I sang to this person. Well, then what are they gonna go, no? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I am working it up on guitar. In, in you case, are. Uh, we, they end up asking me to do it at the Peabody's or something. Yeah, yeah. you are gonna have to do that. You know that, right? You're I gonna mean, have to do that song. We'll see, I'll, I'll get, some, I'll get some, some great Millie Vanilli technology where I'm like, okay, the song starts now. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you go and do these shows, do people wanna hang out with you after the show? They, uh, yeah, it's interesting, I mean, one of the gratifying things is, and, and uh, I never had to like start working out at comedy clubs because I already had this built-in audience thanks to the, the generosity and spirit of the Parks and Recreation audience. And so I'll show up at a college uh, or at a theater and people will come tailgate as though it's some sort of Ron Swanson barbecue. <laughs> so often they wanna hang out with me before the show and they, and. And they do because I, I I roll in and they say like we uh, cheddar burgers or bratwurst and I'm like I'll be right with you. Guys. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you guys. Can they I, lure you with food. Can I sign your spatula? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then humorously after the show I usually need a beer or something to cool down or to to bring the adrenaline down. Mm -hmm. And so I would find myself sometimes the hotel would be closed so I'd go out to a, a bar or restaurant. And people, again, they mistake me, they conflate me with Ron Swanson. And so things started happening where like a cheeseburger would arrive with an inch and a half of bacon stacked on it. <laughs> an impossible amount of bacon. And I would, and I would look over and out of a, the kitchen window, a cook would be like. <laughs> and then what do you do, do you eat it? No, I mean, you can't eat that much bacon, uh, you'll yeah. die. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I have, I have a couple, you know, he's watching me, so I eat a little bit. I even maybe hazard uh, a bite of the burger with it. I'm like, okay, thank you. And then you surreptitiously 
put it in your pocket. And what, really? <laughs> because, you know, you can't send it back. Like, this is, this is this guy's greatest story of his life. <laughs> I'm not going to take that away from him. All right, right. But I'm also not going to, you know, make, put my cardiologist kid through college. <laughs> by eating the whole damn thing. Yeah, right. So, you, But you're going to ruin a jacket is what you're probably going to do. No, I learned a long time ago to carry small Ziplocs. <laughs> is that right? All over my person. See, this is why if things go south, this is why I'm going to call you. Or just a waxed canvas. I mean, you name it. Nice, nice. All right. Well, it's great to see you. The um, uh, show is terrific. If you haven't seen it yet, um, it's The Last of Us, last uh, Sunday's episode. And see Nick in person with pockets full of bacon on the Nick Offerman live tour starting in March. Tickets are on sale now. Nick Offerman, everybody. We'll be back with Terry.